Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to read today out of the book of 1 Timothy, one of my favorite, uh, 1 and 2 Timothy, some of my favorite letters in the Bible. But uh, chapter 6, verse 12 is a verse that we're familiar with, um, but we're going to draw out some truths from the Word of God today uh, to encourage you, to energize you. Man, the Word of God is so powerful. It's a lamp to our feet, so we know where we're going. It's a light to our path. It's a sure way to heaven. You follow the word and you'll live the good life on this earth and the next one. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. The Bible says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. Let me read it in a different translation here. It says, um, Fight a good fight for the faith and claim eternal life. God offered it to you when you clearly told about your faith while so many people listened. Fight the good fight of faith. You know, this is a truth that we remember and that we got to keep before us, that, that faith in our life as a child of God is a fight. We're not fighting to earn salvation, but we're fighting once we're saved. We're fighting to, we're working our own salvation with fear and trembling. We're fighting the fight of faith. We're fighting the good fight. Many, uh, many bad doctrines have come out of the fact that people have never learned to fight. And we're called, you know, the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. Well, <laughs> why do you put armor on? You only put armor on if you're ready to fight. I'm, I'm not wearing any armor right now because I'm not expecting a physical fight. If I knew that there was, you know, a group of renegade people coming to take over this neighborhood, uh, you know, I'd be prepared a little bit differently than I am right now. But the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God because the devil is someone who attacks you know, when you get born again, you the the devil looks to see, hey, I'm 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 gonna try and the Bible says the devil goes around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So we come to expect that our life is gonna be a fight. The devil just tries to destroy people, whether they're Christian or not. But when you become a Christian and you start affecting his kingdom, it's like Pastor Rodney says, he won't give you a free run up the side. The good thing is the it says, fight the good fight of faith. What's a good fight? Well, a good fight is one that you win. I don't believe there's ever ever been or should have been a boxer who you know, was fighting and got knocked out and at the end was like, you know what? Looking back, that was really a good fight. No, I mean, you, the ones you win is a good fight. Faith overcomes. The Bible says, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so we're overcomers. We're by nature overcomers. We're linked to the King of Kings. We're linked to the one who's won the ultimate victory. But people get into a habit of like that the Christian life. They don't know that they're supposed to fight. And so you hear things, and, and this is this is common to all of us. You know, a catastrophe happens, or, or trouble happens, or sickness happens, or something happens, and then people are like, well, you know, I'm just waiting for the Lord to deliver me, and, and or you know, I'm, I know the Lord's using this to to teach me something. When people don't know and don't expect to have to f- have to put up a fight when it comes to things in their life, they just take it as, and the devil loves this. If he can deceive people to make them think that that the loved one who's dying of cancer is is God's test in their life, you know, then they won't fight. Take poverty, for instance. If If we didn't have scriptures or if we didn't have proper teaching, that poverty came from the devil. In the Garden of Eden, there was no poverty. In the new heaven and the new earth, there'll be no poverty. Poverty only came in when sin came in. It's really easy to trace back what belongs to God, what God is doing and what the devil's doing. Did God set it up 
in the Garden of Eden? Does God have it set up for us in the new heaven and the new earth? And then, or did it come because of sin? It makes it actually very simple. But if if we didn't know, you know, if you believe what uh, some of the Catholic Church preaches that poverty is like, you know, people take vows of poverty and it's commendable to, to poverty is a curse. You can't help other people when you're in poverty. But people take it as like, oh, I know the Lord is using this. Oh, the Lord has done this, put this on me to bring me closer to him, so I'll trust in him. You don't need poverty to learn to trust in God. You need to press in and just learn to trust in God through his word, through your relationship with him. But these doctrines come out of that because people don't realize what came from God and what came from the devil. But when you can properly distinguish that, this didn't come from my father in heaven. This came from the devil. And and I don't have to take this because he's a defeated foe. Or people, you know, it's like if 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 it was from God, a true Christian wouldn't fight it, right? People, you know, this sickness, I know the Lord's using this. Well, then why are you taking medicine? Why are you taking medication for the pain? Then you're fighting against God by taking medication for the pain, right? And so when you realize this is not from the Lord, you can begin to fight. And then First uh, Timothy 1, I'm going to read verse um, uh, chapter 1 and verse 18. And it says, This charge, my child Timothy, I commit to you according to the prophecies that have gone on before, in, in order that you, may, that you may war by them a good warfare. You know, that's the same, um, that's the same language. War, a good warfare. Fight the good fight. This charge I commit unto you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went on before, that by them you may war a good warfare. And then verse 19, holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made, have made shipwreck. So what is he saying? There's a fight to fight. There's a warfare to fight. It's a good fight because as long as you hang on to faith, you're going to win. So he said, maintain faith, holding faith, maintain faith. The sooner you, we, the sooner we come to the realization that faith is a, is a fight and faith is the normal way of life for Christians. What are you exercising your faith for right now? What are you using your faith for right now? What do you believe in God for? Where are you stepping out? Where are you taking risks in faith right now? If your faith is not actively engaged, that's a problem. Well, you know, my bills are all paid for. You know, I got a good job or, you know, stuff's paid for. I'm taken care of, so I don't really have anything to... No, but what do you believe in the Lord for? You, what about laying hands on the sick? The Bible said believers shall lay hands on the sick. How many believers do we have? Well, start extending your faith. Start putting the word of God in your heart about laying hands on the sick, getting revelation on, on healing. Even if you don't need money for bills, great, praise the Lord for that. But how about extra money to give? Why not give an extra $1,000 this month? The Bible says he gives seed to sow. So if you've been a sower, place a demand. What are you using your faith for? Are you going to wait till there's an actual challenge? And then you're like, you know, there's people, sometimes people who have everything, it like, it makes life harder on them because then when there's an actual challenge, they don't know what to do. You know, everything's taken care of. But then there's people who grew up and have just had to had to see the Lord provide. Yeah, I just didn't have it. And I asked the Lord and I pressed in. And the Lord. There's people who are in their teenagers who've seen more faith victories than people in their 30s because the people in the 30s were just given everything. There's never really been a real challenge. What do you, the just shall live by faith. Faith is a thing you maintain. Why don't you believe for more souls? 
I heard Bishop Adaboye say, I don't need a new house. I don't need a new car. I don't need new clothes, but I need new souls for the kingdom of God. I like that. And you know, the reality is, is as you go after souls, the Lord will take care of the rest for you. But he says, use the prophecy to wage a good warfare. And then he says, maintain faith and maintain a good conscience. So we're all in a battle here. So be ready to fight. I'm not saying that life is a continual, wearisome fight and you get worn out. Yeah, I've just been fighting these last two years. There's got to come victories. You fight and you win and you rejoice, but you do fight. You know, and when you fight, it's like going to the gym. You know, when you go to the gym and you start lifting weights and certain weights are like so heavy and, and it's hard. And then you, the more you go, you, you progress past it where what was difficult, like for push-ups, for instance, you start doing push-ups today, depending on the shape that you're in, you max out and you do a real push-up. Some people, 10, 15 push-ups is the most they can do. You know, you can build it up where you'll do 50, 60 push-ups in a row. Some people can do 100 push-ups in a row, where it used to be difficult at 10, but as the muscles built up, so the fights that you had that were difficult become easy. They just become, they're, they're still, you're still using faith, but they just become easy. I've graduated past that point. Not difficult. Not hard. You know, I remember when I was believing the Lord to give me $20 when I was a teenager, $20 to sow. Lord, your word says you give seed to sow and bread to eat. Father, I asked for $20. Lord, you said you'd give seed to sow. I'm a sower and I don't have any money to sow. I ask you for $20. And then I remember, and, and that service, someone turned and handed me a $20 bill. I didn't say it out loud either. So I wasn't like in my section in church. Lord, and everybody hears me. And then that becomes a testimony. And now when I ask the Lord for seed, I'm not asking for 20 bucks. A couple of weeks, uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I said, Lord, I want to give into the stand happening over here in the UK. Lord, provide an extra $500 for me. Lord, I want to give $500 in. Lord, you said you give seed to sow, and I rejoice. And a few days later, sure enough, hey, this is, just felt to bless you. Here's $500. Thank you, Lord. There's my seed. No big deal. Why? Because I've, I've tested the word and I've proven it. There'll be a time where I'm asking the Lord for 100,000. Lord, I'd like to give this. I'd like to give an extra this month. Lord, I'm asking for $100,000 for <laughs> a day's coming. But you wage a good warfare. So that way, when a sickness tries to knock on your door, you know, I'm not just, oh gosh, I can't believe I'm sick. I can't believe this thing's come. No, it's time to fight. That's an enemy standing at the door. It's time to fight. Gird up, the, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober. Be vigilant. You know what that vigilant means? It means be always on the lookout. You know, as a husband, vigilance for me is when I come home, I'm looking to see. I'm making sure no one's in the house when I get home. You know, we have the alarm system. So if I open the door and the alarm's off, hey, did I forget to set it? What's going on? Vigilance for me is setting the alarm before bed, making sure the doors are locked. It's listening for noises. Paying attention to who walks up and down the street. Vigilance. I live in, I live in the neighborhood I'm in is a nice neighborhood. I don't know about any stuff that's going on, but it doesn't mean it can't. So I'm paying attention. Why? Because that's my job as a husband. And so you need to be, people get lulled to sleep. I believe the American church has been lulled to sleep that everything becomes about what, you know, just enjoying life and having good experiences. And no, we're in a battle. 
You know, and that's why being a soul winner is so important. Because when you become a soul winner, you put yourself into the battle. You go out and you win souls and you bring people to the Lord and then you have people reject you. When you, can, when you have people reject you, get mad at you, cuss at you, it doesn't happen a lot, but it can happen. That puts you in the fight. You realize, I'm not out here for my own comfort. It's more comfortable to not say anything to anybody. But eternally, it's way less comfortable for other people if I don't say anything. You put yourself in the fight. But he says, maintain faith. Faith isn't something you use and you're finished with. And, oh, good, I'm done with that test of my faith. No, you choose. Faith is something that's built up. I'm believing the Lord to see greater miracles in healing that I've ever seen. Greater healing anointing than I've ever seen. I'm in the fight right now. We're in healing school. We're already seeing testimonies, awesome testimonies. Lady, lady who got healed. Um, number of people. Guy who came in and had gotten into a car accident and injured his shoulder. And it always popped in and out of place and made a weird noise. And he said, and as something was happening, I don't know if it was doing praise and worship, something. He said he felt this heat in his shoulder and the Lord healed him. And he felt it pop back and it doesn't. It popped back into place. I'm in the fight right now, but I'm still moving forward. I'm in the fight. Don't get lulled to sleep. Don't get lulled to sleep. Fight the good fight of faith. You know, if there's something that you're believing the Lord for, that scripture verse, 1 Timothy 6.12 says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. When you fight, that's how you lay hold of. The devil doesn't want you to be healed. You fight for your healing. You're not fighting to get it from God. You're fighting to take your health back from the devil. Devil, that's my territory. I am healed. The Bible says I'm not trying to get healed. I'm not praying to get healed. I'm not waiting to get healed. I am healed. Devil, give me back my territory. Give me back my land. This is mine. Healing is the children's bread. By his stripes, I was healed. Devil, get out of here. Body, recover in Jesus. You, you, you fight. You actively engage your faith. You maintain faith. You know, in a year from now, you'll still be walking in faith. Get used to it. Faith isn't a stressful thing. Faith leads to a rest, a divine supernatural rest. Trust in the Lord. He's our help and our shield. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. This is how you lay hold of the promises of God. Be ready to fight. Don't be lulled to sleep. Don't accept life as it comes. I guess God somehow had a plan for this tragedy. No. God's plan was that that, that wouldn't have happened. Engage in prayer. You know, and I'm going to say this before I wrap up. I really feel an urgency to pray more than ever. And so I want to challenge you, if you don't have a time, a daily prayer life, is start praying. And I believe the Lord's been speaking that to many people. But make that the priority of your life. More than anything else, make that the number one priority. Spend time in prayer. And even if you just close the door and pray in tongues for a, a certain time. The Lord is calling His people to pray. Let the Lord pray through you. Pray in tongues. Let Him pray through you. It engages your heart in the mission that you're here on earth for. Fight the good fight of faith. I love you. God bless you. Hey, if this podcast has been a help to you, if you've enjoyed it, I'm asking you to share it on your social media. That's how we grow. And we'll see you on the next podcast.